This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. The pursuit of peace can also mean finding a way to repair that which was fractured because making something whole again can endow it with an even greater beauty than it had before it was in its original unbroken state. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. This month at Momentum, we're focusing on the value of peace and wholeness in the home. So the word for peace, shalom in Hebrew, also means harmony and wholeness and completeness and tranquility. And we also use this word, of course, to say both hello and goodbye. So precious is this idea that we greet one another and depart from each other with this wish on our lips. But creating peace or wholeness implies that there are parts that must come together for something to be whole. When something is broken, we repair it to make it whole again. So the pursuit of peace can also mean finding a way to repair that which was fractured. You know, I've discussed this before. The Japanese art form of kintsugi, it means golden joinery. Remember this? An artist takes the broken pieces of a pot or a ceramic and rejoins them with heavy lashings of glue that's infused with 24-karat gold. And instead of attempting to hide the broken places, they're actually accentuated and even highlighted because making something whole again can endow it with an even greater beauty than it had before it was in its original unbroken state. Repairing relationships and pursuing peace is a deeply Jewish mandate sometimes, though. It means that first things can break. So what happens when family relationships break down? How do we put them back together with that golden joinery? Every year, a friend of mine hosts an annual family reunion meal. It's one of her greatest pleasures, but every single year, it's also one of her most challenging dilemmas. She asked me if she has to include her sister-in-law, whom she says speaks ill of her all the time. And she's tried repeatedly to make shalom, to make peace with her. But this endless negative energy never seems to end. How can she invite into her home someone who causes her so much pain? Do we have to host people who hurt us just because they're family? You see, my friend adores her brother-in-law, her niece, and her nephew, but the sister-in-law comes with the package. And what's more, she does not imagine that this woman wants to be near her either. She often laments to me, why do I have to be big about it for my husband's sake? Why doesn't my comfort matter? So the psychiatrist Viktor Frankl famously said, that between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is your ability to choose your response. And in your response lies your growth and your freedom. This in no way minimizes the reality of your disdain or discomfort, and nor does it imply that your sense of reality is faulty. It just means that your freedom and growth are in your own hands, in how you respond both to her and to your 
self. The American writer Ambrose Redmond says that courage is not the absence of fear, but courage is the acknowledgement that something is more important than your fear. And I would assert that in this case, family peace, shalom bayit, might be more important than your disdain. If you felt that reaching out to her to try and make peace once more would be an option, then do so. Maybe calling to invite her personally or asking her to bring a dish she makes that everyone loves might be worthwhile. In the end, you can't control anything but your reaction to her and her provocations. They say that when you're going into bad weather, you should wear a raincoat. So you, my friend, are going to need to wear an emotional raincoat to pull this one off. Here are some mantras or mindsets you might consider that'll prepare you for this task. Number one, have a seating chart and put yourself at the other end of the table. Number two, realizing that her not liking you doesn't make you unlikable is very liberating. Hold your head high and feel pride and pleasure in knowing that you're doing the right thing for the sake of Shalom Bayit. Number three, prepare a list of neutral phrases that you'll have on the tip of your tongue should she say something hurtful to you. I like these, things like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, or I wish we saw eye to eye on matters, or simply, hmm. Number four, remind yourself that comfort is often the antithesis of growth. Imagine your discipline and classiness as spiritual aerobics and go for the burn. Is he doing the right thing here for the sake of Shalom Bayit? Is in the end very liberating? Now, having said all of this, please don't imagine that your pain must always be pushed aside for peace and in every situation. There are plenty of people who would suggest that you not include her, because after all, it's your house and it's your decision ultimately. But if something is an ongoing issue that appears to be unsolvable, why not measure the cost against the benefits of making a stand? even to protect yourself. This week, can we all approach the broken with an eye to repair? Can we consider which relationships in our family need a thick lashing of golden joinery? Can we decide that while this peaceful approach to living does not eliminate the reality of a broken vessel, it at least makes it a vessel that's still usable? The pursuit of peace and wholeness in the home often means finding a way to, after a cost-benefit analysis, get the best raincoat you possibly can and putting up your emotional umbrella. May we never let anyone rain on our parades. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.